Welcome to the LGBTQIA+ Fantastica Graphics Digital Symposium podcast series. We hope you enjoyed the series. If you have any comments or questions, drop us a line on our Discord server and join us for roundtable discussions of this series on November the 20th, 2021 via Zoom. For details, go to fantasticajournal.com and select the upcoming events. That's Fantastica with a K. Details are in the podcast info. The discussions are free and open to all, but registration is required for each single panel. There are five panels in total. This podcast is part of Panel 4, Intersection Approaches. The Zoom discussion will take place on November 20th at 3.50pm GMT time. This podcast is presented by Marita Cosma, who is a first-year DPhil student in English at the University of Oxford at Lady Margaret Hall. Her research interest lies in 20th century American literature, post-colonialism, and gender studies. Her research focuses on the construction of African-American female identity in contemporary neo-slave narratives. She has written in a wide variety of journals and newspapers, and is a peer reviewer and an editor for academic journals. Her podcast today is entitled An Intersectional Approach of Octavia Butler's Kindred. Hello. My name is Marietta Kozma, and I'm a second-year DPhil student in English at the University of Oxford. So I'm excited to be presenting today a paper called An Intersectional Approach of Octavia Butler's Kindred for the LGBTQIA Fantastical Conference. So Kindred is part of an effort that enables diverse communities of Black people to develop an intersectional Black consciousness. It is interested in the collision of worlds and examination of the ethical and ideological possibilities inherent in this collision. So Kindred begins in 1976, the United States Bicentennial Year. Butler focuses on issues of racial and gender freedom. So the interplay between 1976 and 1815 forces us to reconsider race. So temporality and speciality play an important role in race relations. So in my reading, I examine how one's communal obligations intersect with his individual desires, which in some cases might even go against the collective. Um, so we see that Kindred uh, is set in Los Angeles, California in 1976. And it begins with Dana Franklin's 26th birthday, um, when suddenly she's transported to 19th century Maryland, the antebellum past. When she gets there, um, she finds a drowning child, Rufus, her white slave-holding ancestor, and saves him. She only finds out about their connection later in the narrative, so over the course of the novel, Dana is involuntarily summoned to the past to save Rufus when his life is at ultimate danger. So each time she goes back to the past, Dana forms a better understanding of her family's history. So Dana is a 20th century racially conscious black woman, and she's made a slave in the sense that she needs to endure the physical burden of slavery, uh, multiple beatings, attempted rape, lashings uh, and forced labor but also the psychological burden of slavery 
um, she does not um, have any choice in being transported to um, the past. As we see that through time traveling, she experiences the dread that her own ancestors have experienced during the Middle Passage. Um, she was confined in the whaling plantation while she was bitten, and um, she could only escape from the past during the moments when she felt that her very own life was at ultimate risk. So she needs to endure the hardships of forced um, uh, slavery in order to survive. She bears the marks of slavery in her flesh. Um, as the scars inflicted on her show her brutalization in the whaling plantation. She struggles to retain her agency in the whaling plantation, a highly hegemonic structure. Therefore, uh, her survival is uh, nebulous. Dana's conception of slavery and her choices are informed by her standing as a 20th century black female in Maryland. Her choices, therefore, are subject to change. Um, we see that um, slavery's violent legacy uh, comes to the forefront when Dana herself is attacked and bitten by a police officer at an upper certain level. Uh, in this scene, we see that um, Dana uh, is bitten by, as I said, white police officer. She decides at this point to carry a knife for her self-defense at this point onwards. And she explicitly states to Kevin, her husband, that if she had the opportunity, she would have used the knife to defend herself. So she builds alongside Kevin a survival kit, which consists of a denim bag with pants, scratch pads, maps of Maryland, books that deal with the issue of slavery and a knife. And she attaches this bag to her body um, so that she's able to have it with her at all times. Uh, because she does not know with certainty when her next trip would be. So the tools in her bag provide her with a sense of agency, as they provide her the chance to defend herself when uh, she has to face extreme violence. We see that as Rufus uh, grows up, uh, he becomes increasingly violent in his sexual desire for Alice, who is um, Dana's foremother. Uh, so Dana role, Dana's role becomes more complex as she attempts to mediate between the increasingly brutal Rufus and members of the slave community, and more notably Alice. Dana is called back to save Rufus after Alice's um, husband, Isaac, uh, is being beaten. So Isaac is tortured and sold south. Alice is punished for... Um, hiding him and aiding him. Uh, so despite Dana's conscious empathy and identification with Alice, who constitutes her foil, she unwittingly becomes a conduit for Rufus's destruction of her. So at first, she's hesitant in helping Rufus because she kn she knows that he would have raped her. However, she needs to make sure to preserve her own life. Uh, so she had to help Rufus. Therefore, Dana's conception of resistance differs from her ancestors as 
she uh she understands that she needs to um help uh, i'm sorry she needs um to help rufus rape alice so this shows her uh complicity we see um the dana on the one hand uh she rejects black nationalist uh identification as the mummy figure as she does not have any children of her own nor does she want to mother rufus um therefore we could say that uh dana could be viewed as a queer figure as she encompasses characteristics that were diverse from other women of her community um because her actions are acts to resistance to being confined to the roles of motherhood and domesticity and furthermore she further develops other roles in relation to her standing in the present uh, more specifically we see from the beginning of the narrative that she's a writer and that she meets her husband kevin through their common interest in writing we see that Dana is extremely critical of her informed mothers as their decisions are informed by the particular historical moment in which they exist. She judges them for adopting a nonviolent stance and accepting mistreatment. And she initially experiences disdain towards, for example, Sarah, because she believes that she's superior to her due to her militant stance. But ultimately, she understands that the only available resource for those women was to uh, have children. So another um, instance uh, during which um, uh, Dana's complicity to slavery uh, is evident is when she observes alongside with Kevin some children playing an auction blog game. They remain hidden, and Dana notes, and I'm quoting here, um, they went on with her play. Uh, they called, she, uh, a boy gestured towards the girl who stood slightly behind him. She cooked and wants an iron. Come here, gal. Let the fox see you. He drew the girl up beside him. She young and strong, he continued. She worth plenty of money. Two hundred dollars. Who be two hundred dollars? The little girl turned to frown at him. I'm worth more than two hundred dollars, Sammy, she protested. Um, so this passage shows that the ideology of slavery is passed on to the community from a very young age. So the stance uh, of, let's say, endurance with his children comes in opposition to Dana's itinerancy. These children unconsciously reproduce the roles that were prescribed to them. Um, and now the final scene um, shows that uh, Rufus um, tried to rape Dana. However, she projects a resistance by devising personal strategies to differentiate her stance from her community stance. Dina um, differentiates herself 
by setting limits for her own body. Uh, we see that she des- decides uh, to draw limits in order to protect her integrity. So when Ruhus tried to rape her, she resisted as she thought she, as she thought a rape uh, is even worse than the possibility of death. She asserts her subjectivity by resisting sexual victimization. However, the price she has to pay is to lose her arm. She returns to the present, missing an arm, which is crucial as we know that uh, she uh, she's a writer. So, but at the same time, we see that she has the support of Nigel, another member of the plantation house, who sets the whaling plantation on fire. So, by destroying the house, he renters. Um, impossible the continuation of the lives of slaves there. Therefore, they would be able to escape from Rufus's domination. Uh, Dana exclaims that she acted in self-defense. However, she also voices her fears that the outcomes of the of her own choices would have a cost on other lives as well. She values the lives of others, but ultimately she values her own self-preservation more. Um, therefore, I read uh, Dana's final action as a liberatory to herself and to others. Um, <clears throat> so, in conclusion, um, we see that uh, after Dana kills Rufus, she returns to the present... Um, through uh, the trope of time traveling, Dana escapes the communal longing of reproduction and ultimately reconstructs her community's history. She manages to survive and at the same time rewrite history by reaching a more complex understanding of her present. She operates at her best interest um, when she ultimately kills Rufus. Um, and uh, also I would like to note that um, Dana uh, contests her identification as a mother and serve her own needs and not only does she overcome physical hurdles of slavery but also the psychological ones as she reaches a more complex understanding of herself in the present moment. She celebrates her individuality by rethinking her positioning in the past and acknowledging its importance, but at the same time by moving away with it. So she uncovers and breaks apart inflexible constructions of black collective identity. Um... More specifically, as I've mentioned, she deconstructs the notion that all mothers need to, uh, all women, I'm sorry, need to be mothers in order to be validated. Um, specifically, she contests the role of black women only as reproductive vessels, placing them at the center of the quest for civil rights. So by revealing the pathology of the social, though not wholly erasing it, Butler brings to the forefront a space for the articulation of the personal. 
So Dana creates new spaces of being through extensively designing her personal strategies of self-preservation and reaching a more agential sense of self. So moving away from the mandates placed on her by her community, um, she feels, uh, she, I mean, by that she might be crossing to the unknown. However, she emerges as, um, uh, as a figure who values its um, self-expression. Dana, as a black female individual, realizes the full spectrum of her potential and achieves self-fulfillment in ways previously inaccessible to her. Uh, therefore, this paper, we could say, constitutes a reconceptualization of how new tools of resistance uh, operate in a colonial context. So the possibility for an alternative future is definitely um, sketched out if we examine um, Dana's intersectionality. Thank you very much. We hope you enjoyed the discussion of the graphic novel adaptation of Octavia Butler's Kindred. This panel will continue with the discussion of world building in original work by Afia Graham. If you enjoyed the series or have questions, join the conversation with us on Discord on November the 20th, 2021 for our Zoom webinars. For details, go to fantasticajournal.com and select the upcoming events. The discussions are free and open to all, but registration is required for each of the five Zoom panels. We look forward to seeing you there.